Krishna. Welcome to our Sunday class. It is um, December 29th, 2019, the last class for 2019. I am in San Luis Obispo, California, in a hotel room. So, here we go. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, today we begin with verse 1, 4, 17, and 18. Canto 1, chapter 4, verses 17 and 18. Bhutikanam cha bhavanam shakti rasam cha tatkritam asadadhanam niksatvan durmedhan rasitayushak Durbhagang Chajanan Viksha Munir Divyena Chakshusha Sarvavarna Shamanang Jadadhyohitam Amokadrit. So, uh, Prabhupada's translation for this verse is He saw, Vyasa, that the sacrifices mentioned, okay. So, the great sage, Vyasa, who was fully equipped in knowledge, could see, through, could see through his transcendental vision the deterioration of everything material due to the influence of the age. He saw, he could also see, that the faithless people in general would be reduced in duration of life and would be impatient due to lack of goodness. Thus, he contemplated the welfare of men in all statuses and orders of life. So read Prabhupada's purport. The unmanifested forces of time are so powerful that they reduce all matter to oblivion in due course. In Kali Yuga, the last millennium of a round of four millenniums, the power of all material objects deteriorates by the influence of time. In this age, the duration of the material body of the people in general is much reduced, and so is memory. The action of matter has also not so much incentive. In other words, in, intrinsic power. The land does not produce food grains in the same proportions as it did in other ages. Uh, these things, of course, are true. The cow does not give as much milk as it used to give formerly. The production of vegetables and fruits is less than before. As such, all living beings, men and animals, do not have sumptuous nourishing food. Due to want of so many necessities of life, naturally the duration of life is reduced, memory is short, intelligence meager, mutual dealings full of hypocrisy, and so on. <laughs> The great sage Vyas Deva could see this by his transcendental vision. As an astrologer can see the future fate of a man, or an astronomer can foretell the solar and lunar eclipses, those liberated souls who can see through the scriptures can foretell the future of all mankind. They can see this due to their sharp vision of spiritual attainment. 
And all such transcendentalists who are naturally devotees of the Lord are always eager to render welfare service to people in general. They are the real friends of people in general, not the so-called public leaders who are unable to see what is going to happen five minutes ahead. In this age, people in general, as well as their so-called leaders, are all unlucky fellows, unlucky fellows, faithless in spiritual knowledge and influenced by the age of Kali. They are always disturbed by various diseases. For example, in this present age, there are so many TB, tuberculosis patients, and TB hospitals, but formerly this was not so because the time was not so unfavorable. Uh, the unfortunate men of this age are always reluctant to give reception to the transcendentalists who represent Srila Vyasdev and selfless workers, uh, uh, always who are representatives of Vyasdev, Srila Vyasdev and, and selfless workers, always busy in planning something which may help everyone in all statuses and orders of life. The greatest philanthropists are those transcendentalists who represent the mission of Yas, Narada, Madhva, Chaitanya, Rupa, Saraswati, etc. They are all one and the same. The personalities may be different, but the aim of the mission is one and the same, namely to deliver the fallen souls back home, back to Godhead. Prabhupada Ki Jai. So this verse, Bhotika Nam, uh, Bhotika, from the word Bhuta, which means some... Um, something made of matter in this sense. Won't go into all the technical details of the grammar. So, bhotikanam chabhavanam shakti rasam chatatkritam. There's shakti rasam, a reducing, diminishing of power. Shakti rasam chatatkritam, done, made by that or done by that. In other words, done by Kali Yuga. And so, uh, in the next verse, it is said, uh, viksha munir, Divyena Chakshusha, that the Muni, the sage, Divyena Chakshusha, by his divine vision, was seeing all this. So this is describing everything that Vyasa is seeing. He's seeing the Shakti Rasam, the reducing of power, of potency, of material things, and Bhavanam, of material states. Uh, and Ashadadhanan, he also is seeing the people are literally not believing. They are, they don't have faith as before. So he's seeing not only material things, he's seeing the people, they're niksatwan, they're lacking goodness, virtue, durmedhan, uh, a poor intelligence, hrasitayusha. Uh, this word hrasita is the same as the word in the second line, shakti hrasam, here hrasita. Their duration of life, their ayur, their duration of life is hrasita, reduced, diminished. So uh, lacking faith, without goodness or virtue, uh, poor intelligence, their life duration reduced. Durbhagangs chajanan, and unfortunate. Unfortunate. P people are unfortunate. So seeing this, with his transcendental vision, the sage, Sarva Varnashamanam he meditated on Hitam, the welfare, the benefit, on what would benefit Sarva Varnashamanam, all the Varnas and Ashrams. 
Sometimes, uh, of course, in, in preaching, we target this or that group, but ultimately, we have here Vyasa's example of deeply meditating upon the welfare, the benefit of all Varnas and Ashrams, all Varnas and Ashrams. And Vyasadeva was meditating upon this and he was seeing all this when he is a Moghadrik. His vision is in, infallible, so it's unfailing. So he's seeing all these things and he is a person whose vision does not fail. He gets things right. So what is he going to do about this? What is Vyasadeva going to do about this situation? So the next verse, Chatur Hotram Karma Shudham Prajanam Viksha Vaidikam Vyadadhat Yajna Santatyai Vedam Ekam Chatur Vidham. So also seeing that uh, the Vedic sacrifice, Chatur Hotram, it's called Chatur Hotra because uh, it is the, the standard Vedic sacrifice is conducted by four priests. The, uh, these four priests, let's see if I have that. Uh, I'll get it for you very quickly. Four priests who conduct the um, Anyway, the, the four priests, the uh, the one priest chants the the uh, the Vedic mantra. So he's and and then the other one makes sure all the procedures are correct, and the other one is in charge of the music, and uh, in other words, the hymns, the meters, the hymns for how you actually chant these things. And uh, oh, here it is. Okay, sorry, everybody. A little delay. Uh, let's see. We'll get that for you right now. Is it? Because that's actually what these verses are going to talk about now. So I wanted you to know exactly what is being talked about. So Chatur Hotram, which is mentioned here, is uh, a sacrifice, Vedic sacrifice performed by the four chief priests, the Hotar. Uh, the Hotar actually is expert in the Rig Veda, which is all the hymns, the Advaryu. In the Yajur Veda, he knows the procedures. The Ukhatar, or literally the singer, uh, is expert in the Sama Veda, which is all the hymns and meters for chanting. And the Brahman priest uh, is in charge of the uh, Atarva Veda, and the Brahman priest makes he sort of watches, makes sure there makes make sure there's no mistakes in the sacrifice. Otherwise, keeps silent because the uh, Tarva Veda is not chanted at the sacrifice. So, but here's the point: Chatur Hotram is called Chatur Hotram. It, it's the standard Vedic sacrifice with these four priests, which is uh, Karma Shudham. It is meant to produce pure actions, that by performing these sacrifices, people learn to act, they purify their actions so they don't, uh, of course, ultimately, Krishna says that in the Bhagavad Gita that Vedic sacrifices can be also karma kanda and have material goals. So that, 
does not ultimately purify the soul, but the Vedic sacrifice done in a higher spirit does. So prajana viksha vaidikam. So seeing that the, the, the standard Vedic sacrifice is a way to purify the actions of people in general, and that the, it comes from the Vedas. So in order to expand the sacrifice, in order to expand in the sense of to make it more, in order to facilitate, make it easier uh, for Brahmins and people uh, to perform and for uh, people in general to participate, Vyasdev made the one Veda fourfold. He divided the Veda into four. And uh, as we're going to see, he does that uh, according to the Chatur. Chatur means four in Sanskrit. And so Vyasdev considered that there are four aspects to the standard Vedic sacrifice. And so he put all the material for each one of these four aspects in its own Veda. So just as the Hotar, the Hotar uh, priest uh, is in charge of chanting the Rig Veda, so he took all those hymns from the Rig Veda and put them just into one book, the Rig Veda. And then you have the Advoryu priest who is expert in the procedure, like first you do this, then you do that, then you do the other thing. And uh, so Vyastev took all of the Vedic hymns, which uh, explain all that and put them in a separate book called the Yajur Veda. So the Hoters have their Veda, the Rig Veda, the Advaryus have their Veda, the Yajur Veda, then there's the Udgatar, the one who knows how to sing the hymns, which is very important, the meter, the accents and so on, the melodies. And so all that information was again put in a separate Veda called the Sama Veda, and then uh, everything else, uh, the um, the last priest that does the Atarva Veda, the Brahman priest, that was all put into the Atarva Veda, things relevant to that priest. And so now we'll see, this is exactly what Vyasadeva does. He said he made the one Veda four by categorically organizing it into four sections or four Vedas and then uh, now, Rig Yajur Samatar Vakya Vedas Chatwaru Dharata. So the Veda was divided or distributed into four parts, which are called the Rig Yajur Sama and Atarva Vedas. Itihasa Puranancha Panchamo Veda Uchate. And it is said that the Itihasa and Purana, these two categories, are the fifth Veda. This is very important. You also find this statement in the Chandogya Upanishad. The Vedas, some fools say that uh, the Puranas like Bhagavatam are not, or even Bhagavad Gita, which is part of the Itihasa category, the history category. Uh, some people say, oh, this is not really Vedic literature, but the Vedas themselves say that Itihasa Purana is the fifth Veda, Panchamo Veda Uchate. So we have four Vedas now, and then we have two other categories which go together because they're very similar, Itihasa and Purana. The word Itihasa, 
literally is, is three words, iti ha-asa, which means thus in the past it happened, or it, it, it was, thus it was in the past. So the word for history means history. So iti ha-asa, and then purana, panchamo veda uchate, are said to be the fifth veda. So tatarg veda dharak pailak, Samago Jaimini Kavi Vaisham Payana Evaikuni Snato Yajushamuta. So historically Vyasa gave each Veda to a leading sage and his community. And so because these Vedas were not written down, they were memorized and recited, the Vedas were protected and studied and taught and resided within specific Brahminical communities. So, uh, and that's what this verse is now talking about. That Tatra, uh, therein, uh, Paila, the sage Paila, became Rig Veda Dharak, the sustainer or the, or the uh, caretaker of, the, the guardian of, the steward of the Rig Veda, and Sama Go Jaimini Kavi, and the scholar Jaimini became Sama Go. He's the one that went, literally that went to the Sama Veda, or he's the one that became, his, and he and his community became the superintendents, the guardians of the Sama Veda. Vaishampayana evaiko nishnata yajushamuta. And it was only Vaishampayana who became the one authority on the Yajusham, plural, of the Yajus, which because, because the word Yaju or Yajus means the uh, instructions for performing the Vedas or explaining what they mean. And so he, and, and the word Nishnato, uh, which literally means uh, bathed or cleansed, uh, so, and it's translated here, well-versed, because when a Vedic student completed their studies, they would take a ritual bath, which was like part of the graduation. You would take a ritual bath uh, to mark that you had completed your Vedic studies. You now knew the Vedas that you had studied. So therefore, in Sanskrit, the word nishnato, uh, means expert or someone who has like has you know has completed their studies in a particular field who was bathed. So tasmagurum prapadyeta Anyway, so so Vaishampayana alone, Vaishampayana Eva became the one authority, the one person who graduated, so to speak, in studies of or singular, not the only one, obviously, but. Uh, he was a, a singular authority. He was a unique authority in the Yaj, in, in the hymns of the Yajurveda. So that, and, and Vaishampayana also is prominent in the Mahabharata because at the beginning of Mahabharata, uh, Vaishampayana narrates it to, uh, to Janamejaya, the first part of the Mahabharata. So, Vaishampayana was obviously an important sage. 
So then So the translation of the BBT version is not quite literal. It actually says that uh, the Atarva Veda was entrusted to, as Prabhupada says, the Angi Rasas, the Angiras. Uh, Angira Sam refers to a group of people who are followers of Angira Muni. And the actually the uh, the Atarva Veda was entrusted specifically to Sumantu, Daruno, which actually means uh, a dangerous sage because the Atarva Veda has different curses in its own. So Sumantu is actually sort of a, a, a bit of a menacing figure because of his knowledge of the Atarva Veda. And then Itihasa Puranam Cha Pitame Romaharshana. And my father, Pitame, Romaharshana, this is uh, Sutta speaking. Actually, Sutta is a title, like Vyasa is a title. It means the divider or the organizer, in this case of the Vedas. And Sutta was a word used to describe uh, those who recited these Shastras, recited them to groups of people. And uh, so uh, Sutta, the person we call Sutta Goswami, of course the word Goswami was not used in, during his life to mean a sage or sannyasi. But um, so his father was Romaharshana, who was killed by Balaram, if you remember, Romaharshana. And then his son was put in his place. So um, it's interesting, the word Romaharshana means hair raising, literally. So therefore, uh, Sutta is his, in a sense, his name, his patronym, his name coming from his father's name is Romaharshini, Sutta. So, uh, so Sutta himself uh, took charge of the Itihasas and Puranas. And that's why if you read them, either Mahabharata or Bhagavatam, you find the speaker is Sutta, among other speakers, but one of the principal speakers or central speaker is Sutta. So he took charge of the Itihasa and Puranas. The, by the way, in the Itihasa category, the history category, there are two major works, which of course are the Ramayana and Mahabharata. Those are, they kind of exemplify the Itihasa category. The word Itihasa is also used to mean just a general history, like for example, the Mahabharata or the Bhagavatam, sometimes they'll say there is a history of, of such and such. So even talking about some specific story, they'll call it an Itihasa, a history, which we do in English also. History can mean the broad field of just all history, but it can mean, for example, the history of ancient Athens or something. So it can just be a specific history. And the same thing in Sanskrit. So, uh, maybe we'll do one more. Taita, Rishayo, Vedam, Swang, Swang, Vyasyan, Anekadha, Shishai, Prashishai, Tachishai, Vedas, Te Shakino. Very interesting. Verse, it says, Taita, Rishayo, these. All of these sages, te ete, which means these very sages, these very sages, te ete rishayo vedam swam swam vyasyan, expanding 
each one their own Veda, an ekadha, uh, in many ways. So interesting, the verb here, vyasyan, v means apart or division, and uh, us means placing, so vyasyan, uh, dividing, categorizing. So here, that's what the word vyasa means. So here the verb, the verb from the same root is vyasa. The verb here is vyasyan, indeclinable participle. So uh, in other words, in a very poetic, clever way, Sutta is saying that these sages, all these great sages who received one of the Vedas, uh, they represented Vyas, even because just as his name is Vyas, so they performed the action of Vyas, Vyasyan, a further categorizing, further organizing. Vyas made the first general division, the great division of the, of the one Veda into four, and then each of these, of the four sages who received one of the Vedas, together with their communities, uh, they further organized these Vedas. That's the idea. Each one their own Veda. These very sages further organized uh, the respective Vedas in many ways. And Shishai, with Shishai, disciples, Prashishaya's grand disciples, and Tachishaya, and great grand disciples, and so on. And so you see in action what's happening. The Vyastev divided the Veda. He gave it to his disciples, his students. Now they're further organizing these Vedas and giving them to their students. And so Vedaste Shakino Bhavan. Literally, those Vedas became branched. In other words, and and you see this in the Brahman literature. Each Veda has its own explanatory text coming from within the particular school that protected one of the Vedas. And these explanatory literatures are called the Brahman literature. And then you get Upanishads and so on and so forth. So the Vedas became branched. That's a little bit of history. So we'll just conclude with this last statement. So that uh, people with poor intelligence, which is most people in Kali Yuga, same word, we had this word earlier as a symptom of Kali Yuga. So, so that uh, these very people, these very unintelligent people or poor the people with poor minds in Kali Yuga, uh, so that Saiva Veda so that the Veda could be preserved for them, Avam, thus Chakara Bhagavan Vyasa Kripanavatsala. Thus Vyasa, who was very kind, very, very kind to the suffering people, uh he acted in this way. Lord Vyasdev, actually Bhagavan Vyasa, Lord Vyas acted in this way. And it said uh, he made. So it doesn't say he wrote the Vedas because it never, there's no reference that Vyasdev wrote the Vedas. He uh, composed them, Evam Chakara Bhagavan, thus he acted. So thank you very much. Uh, I guess we will 
end here. And, and then the next week we'll find out what else Vyas Dave did for people, to help the people. Uh, let's see, I don't know okay, if we have time for a question. I don't know if there are any questions here. Uh, no, no questions. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. And uh, today I will be driving to Bakersfield, California for some routine medical work. And I hope to see you next Sunday. Hare Krishna.